Welcome to the Hypnotic Healers Podcast, your home for insights and insider knowledge about hypnotic change work. With your hosts, control practitioners and hypnotists, Nicole Mazzucato and Anthony Gitch. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hypnotic Healers. My name is Nicole Mazzucato, and as always, I'm here with my wonderful host, Anthony Gitch. Our usual disclaimer before we get started, neither Anthony nor I nor our fabulous guest today are licensed medical practitioners, psychiatrists, psychologists, or anything of the sort. So please do not make any changes to any treatments or medications that you are currently on. Take what you like and leave the rest. And while you're leaving stuff, why don't you leave us an awesome review, make us one of your favorite podcasts and share us about with your friends. Hello, hello, Anthony. Welcome back. Hello, sweetheart. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you? Very good. Very, very good. And I am super excited because today I get to announce and, and have on here a, a, a gal that I met when I very first started this whole journey and she's amazing she's from long island new york i absolutely adore her miss donna thaler bloom from mind wise hypnosis and um or is it it's wise mind hypnosis sorry yes out of out of long island and everybody miss donna miss donna thaler bloom (laughs) (laughs) thank you anthony nicole it's such a pleasure to be with you today welcome donna it's lovely to meet you you yes. as well. And it's, I, 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 no, I heard earlier today in our little thing here, it's already snowing at your end, yes? It sure is the first snowfall of the season. It's very, it's beautiful, actually. For about 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you, you're based in New York, are you, Donna? I am. Oh, isn't that the magic of New York when it's all covered in, when it's all covered in snow? It is for the first 10 minutes, as Anthony said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so go ahead. Go ahead, Nicole. So Donna, I've been checking out your website and you do all sorts of interesting things. The first thing that I'm really interested to ask you about, because I haven't met anyone that does this yet, and I have no idea how you pronounce it, <laughs> is the Ho'oponopono. That was wrong, but <laughs> it's, it's Ho'oponopono. <laughs> Right. Okay. Please enlighten me. I've seen it around, but I have no idea what it is. I I love Ho'oponopono. And the the Ho'oponopono that I practice is the modern version of it. I learned it back in 2014 from a very dear friend of mine who is a a psychologist. And when I learned it and the four healing phrases, I actually thought the whole thing was hokey and corny until a week later when it completely and utterly changed my life. Wow. Wow. Yes. Ooh, that's the story. That's, that's, that's so quite a statement. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, within one, within one week, it's, you know, it uses the four healing phrases of, I love you. I am sorry, please forgive me. And thank you. And again, this is the modern version. I don't pretend to be a kahuna. I did not learn from one. I was, didn't a class with Joe Vitale and Dr. Hewlin. But it is the modern version that was developed by Morna Simeona and for, for, to use Ho'oponopono as a practical application for the way people live today. Those and phrases not the same as the four agreements. That's the Don Miguel. No, it's, it is completely different than the four agreements. And I love the four agreements. Right. Okay. 
the four agreements are by um, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz and that's Holtec wisdom. So again, I, I, when I'm explaining this to clients, I say that a lot cultures, all cultures have beautiful ancient wisdom and Mm. we can learn from them. Right. That, you know, the Toltecs and the Hawaiians have Huna, they have Kahuna. It's beautiful. Right on. So tell us about it. So the four healing phrases of I love you, I am sorry, please forgive me and thank you work together almost magically because they are high vibration. And when we put them together, it just, it puts us, it connects us to who we truly are. So when I, so I've been doing this again, I learned this back in 2014. It utterly changed my life. I was a brand new hypnotist. I wanted to go full-time quit my job. And I just started reciting the phrases. Didn't exactly know how they meant as I do today. I started repeating them over and over again. My husband, who's a CPA, noticed a difference. And then I felt better. I started booking clients one after the other. And by January, the following year, I quit my job and went full-time. Wow. So I've got a question. And, and, and this is because I have always learned that you never put I am in front of sorry, because is what it's doing. It's saying that you are a sorry individual and not sorry for an action or a behavior. So I apologize for what I did, but I am in front of sorry is, is, is actually a negative thing. So this is interesting. Tell me how it works. I love that, Anthony. No one's ever pointed that specific out, that specific thing out to me. So there's two main premises. I'm going to back up a little. There's two main premises with Ho'oponopono. Number one, it's not the person, it's the program. The programs where hypnotists live in the subconscious part of the mind, a smoking program, a fear of public speaking program, an eating too much program. Mm -hmm. Those are programs. So it's not the person, it's the program, because healing is never, ever about blame or shame. Correct. So that's point one. And point two, it's not your fault, but if it's in your life, it is your responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. And Ho'oponopono is about taking complete responsibility for everything in our lives, the good, the bad, the wanted, and the unwanted. I'm liking this because ask Nicole, I'm all about making your ass responsible for what you are experiencing. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's helping a segue from being the victim to being the hero, to being Mm. responsible for everything and everything in our life. Wow. Very cool. I like that. Yes. So when Pete, when I, when I coach this with clients and I've been using this personally and I have my own way of using Ho'oponopono in sessions, whether it's conversationally or in trance, I have my whole protocol with it. It's beautiful, gentle, and loving. I always explain this to them. So it's because hypnotists, we are working in the subconscious part of the mind. Now I'm going to answer your question by explaining what the four, how the four healing phrases work. Okay. When we, so all major religions, I guess I, hopefully all religions believe that God, the conception of God is love. 
So when we say I love you, it's plugging into the universal divine energies of love. If you are here in my office, you know, I have a lamp, very easy, basic lamp. It's plugged into an outlet. If it's unplugged, it's not going to work. Right. Because it's not connected to its source of power. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Right. So I see Nicole, you have, a, you have, you have a, just a, a typical light lamp behind you. If it's not mm. plugged in, it's not going to work. Mm. When we are not plugged in, in flow, we don't work very well. Correct. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we say, I love you. Meaning, hello, it's me to mm. whatever divine divinity you, you, your, your, you know, your mind is using your background. Mm -hmm. So next, I am sorry. It's not quite an apology. Remember, it's this is we're saying this contextually. Mm -hmm. I am sorry for whatever program is inside of me that created this event. I'm sorry I'm running a program that makes me want to smoke. I'm sorry I'm running a program that makes me feel lack of confidence interesting that's so that's very you know i'll tell you i i i want to i want to break this down as you're going through okay because as you're saying that it's creating this sense in me that it's like i i'm fascinated by this because i'm trying to take my old teachings like what i just said and yes. and and open them up and break those walls down about never in and so i'm trying to figure out how this works and how it doesn't place blame on the self but it does in a in a it's not blame i like it's i it's like take, it's taking that's the taking responsibility yes, isn't it exactly it's like i've i'm running this program and i'm yeah. taking responsibility for it rather than kind of blaming or or punishing myself right yeah exactly that's nicole. making exactly sense it's, yes. that's exactly it nicole oh i like that okay now right? that makes sense to me so that's, that's, I am sorry that I'm running a program in my mind that created this event, this fe these feelings. Mm. So it's more, I, you know, with clients, I will say it's more of an acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. It's more of an awareness. We're calling awareness. We're shining a light on this limiting belief, this, this conflict inside of us. And we're apologizing to ourselves for the running of the program. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that makes, I, I, I like that. Yeah. So it's gentle. Yeah. So that's, I'm sorry. Now, the please forgive me phrase is please forgive me for being unaware to my own unconscious thoughts. Like, you know, sometimes it's di the dirty, nasty road. Oh, yeah. You know, clients are feeling anxious and they, they don't know why, but they're then, then they're overthinking because we're taught in society to use our brain, to use our noggin, you know, get your heads out of the clouds, get them into the books. We're programmed to figure things out. So right. the brain can go in overdrive. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, that's good. There's uh, there's someone's emails going off in the background, and I'm being extra picky and saying, turn off your notifications. <laughs> okay, so that's so yeah, so that's that's the forgive. It's almost like the forgive me for my for my. How am I going to put this? 
yeah lack of lack of lack of awareness as you put it you know it's it's yeah often as you say oftentimes we're we're quite kind of trained from a young age to walk around in this kind of sleep state right mm. and it's it's I was listening to something on the radio today and it made me laugh there was a comment somebody made I can't remember who it was about how oh we all have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce so essentially you can all you know, if you put you put your time to use, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. And this has sparked massive debate here on the radio because people are going nuts about it and like, no, but we're not Beyonce and we don't have the resources that Beyonce has and stuff like that. And there was all of these people on the radio kind of saying, oh, but, you know, if she doesn't have to worry about childcare and if she, you know, she can get somebody else to book her a doctor's appointment and stuff. And I was thinking, what way of creating a society that doesn't take responsibility for anything? Yeah, exactly. You know, Beyonce didn't, wasn't born into money. I don't know what her situation was like as a child, but she's worked hard to get to where she is. Right. Right. And it's all of this complaining. I get it. Some people have busy lives, but we can make adjustments to make things easier for ourselves and take responsibility. Those same people who complain about that kind of stuff, they will always, it's like people who say, oh, I, I don't have the money to go do that. But if those people smoke cigarettes or they drink alcohol or they use marijuana, they always have money for that. But they'll complain, I don't have the money to go on vacation like they do. Really? Don't spend $1,200 a year on freaking weed. And that might be a vacation for you, right? right? Um, right. Yeah. So going back to Ho'opono for a second. Right. So if you don't have money for something, we're disconnected from divinity, from source, from the flow of information. So when we mm -hmm. say, please forgive me, if, you know, we don't have enough time. It means we're just running a program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then to, to, to the ending, the thank you part, that's like my favorite part. It's like, it means thank you for releasing this program from my being and making room for divine inspiration. It's like erasing it from my mind and having a new way to look at something. Mm -hmm. So if I want like, you know, more time for something else in my life, well, if I let go of the outcome way, the way it has to be, maybe the universe can give me a new way to prioritize or look at or a resource. That's surrender. It, That's a good lesson in surrender. These four stages, it's a very, it's a very spiritual, it's a very spiritual practice, essentially what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. And, and I do it with clients that do believe in spirituality, not mm. religious per se, just yeah. they have to be open to believe that there's more than what we can understand as humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just gentle and loving because it's high oh, vibration and just yeah. reciting the four healing phrases, it just feels good. Oh, I love it, Donna. Excited. <laughs> wow, wow. Do you want to experience it? I do, yes. Okay. okay. So honest, Anthony, you want to experience it? Sure. All right, just in your own mind and the listeners can do this as well. First, you know, do like a, a, a sud scale on a scale of zero to 10, where are you now? 10 is feeling awesome. And one is now, nah, I don't, you know, down in the dumps, just a mental assessment of where you are. Okay. okay. Do you want the number? You don't have to just, is there okay. room for improvement? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So I'll recite it. And if you want, you can do this responsibly with me and the audience can do this um, responsibly as well. And it can be done out loud 
or it can be done silently in the privacy of your mind. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's ho'oponopono. (laughs) I love you. Love you. I love you. I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I love you. I love you. I am sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Please forgive me. Please Please forgive forgive me. me. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I love you. I I love love you. you. I am sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Please forgive me. Please Please forgive me. me. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I love you. I love you. I am sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Now just take a nice deep breath in and go inside of yourself and just notice. I have a smile on my face. I know, I feel all tingly inside. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one to 10, how do you feel now? Was there improvement? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that easy? Yes. Yeah, that was lovely. That's really cool. That's very cool. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. I like that. Definitely one of my favorite healing modalities that I use personally and professionally. Well, and you know what I'm going to do, Donna, I'm just letting you know now that there's something I do with my clients where I have them, when, when we're doing kind of mindset work, and even when I want them, because I'm all about creating responsibility in my clients' lives for what they're experiencing and how they're experiencing life. Mm-hmm. And and I learned something from the book, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, um, by uh what's his name i forget he's out of oregon here anyway um joe dispenza biology of belief yeah joe dispenza and and oh no no not the biology of belief is bruce lipton okay yeah but this is joe dispenza so you were right the first time i'm sorry joe dispenza this is one of his techniques that i've been i've been applying and and teaching to my clients now because it worked so well with me as soon as i get engaged in one of those programs or one of those behaviors and I recognize it, I stop at that moment and I say, change it, right? Change this, change this, right? And, and, and so now this is something, this is almost can be added into that because as you're having that recognition, you can say change it and thank you and all of the other stuff that is inclusive in this because now it wraps it up into this whole bowl of the request of being the change by acknowledging the higher power, inviting them in to help create that change. And now, oh boy, I like that. This is cool. Yeah. What this does is that it sets us up to trust. Yeah. So if a client, if a a hypnosis client for for anything and they're feeling off, we get, we, I have them hold Ponopono until they feel that shift, that peace inside. Then the inspiration can come later, an hour later, two hours later, the next morning while driving, in the shower, while doing dishes. And then we want to be open to realize that, that we should take inspired action. Mm-hmm. And it will always feel good and loving. 
and it becomes the obvious choice on how to proceed or what action to take. You will never have to second guess it. And well, that's what Ho'opono does, facilitate it, trust, listening and receiving. Yeah, oh, I it love does. it. It helps you to begin to um, actually believe in and trust your intuitive side which is your connection to the higher power is what I believe anyway. Mm. It's what, how I teach yeah. things. That, that little voice inside your head. Yes. I've always taught my nieces and nephews, don't listen to mom and dad. They tell you to don't listen to that voice. I say listen to that voice because that is the voice of God trying to tell you or whatever, whatever your higher power may be. That's, you know, that's that intuitive piece is your connection to something larger than yourself. And that community is trying to tell you, be cautious of this. Listen to yeah. those little voices, I say. Yes. I, I, I've been, I, I recently, not recently, for quite a while now, I've been really paying attention to that voice. Oftentimes I still go against it. I was telling Anthony earlier <laughs> that I bought a duvet. I don't know if you, do you know what a duvet is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was telling Anthony that I was in New York once in a hotel and asked for a duvet and they didn't know what I was talking about. And then I asked for a blanket and they brought me a duvet anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I recently just bought a duvet and when it arrived, it said it was like a 13.5 tog. I had no idea what that meant, but it said it was really warm. And my little voice in my head was going, don't open it, don't open it, take it back, don't open it. And then I opened it, even though I knew I shouldn't have done. I put it on my bed and I used it for two nights and woke up dehydrated because it was so warm. Wow. And I was like, you see, I knew I wasn't supposed to open it and just take it back. See, in those moments, so that you can just say duvet and that will remind you to listen to the inner it's it's just information. It's a good lesson, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Good one, Nicole. <laughs> now, it's a you, silly lesson, but it worked. Do you use that yes. with teenagers as well? I always use this with teenagers. Okay. I you know I first will kind of get the barometer if they're open to this because they're all looking for that magic bullet that magic thing and it's gentle because it's something they can use in the privacy of their mind when they're in school when they're out and about to get them to calm down yeah it's one i love teaching this to my teens yeah so, so you you do a lot of work with teens by the looks of it because i know i've seen on your website there's a specific area for teens and this is also an area that i specialize in so i'd love to hear more about the work that you're doing i lo i love i love working with teenagers mm. and i think part of it is because i was one yes <laughs> <laughs> Right? I was a teen that struggled with my looks, my weight, my body image and confidence. Mm. Um, older brother, su oh, was older, the older one, younger brother, brother who's super smart. Mm. So I, so I'm doing for teenagers what I wish I would have liked someone to do for me. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So I just, I really, I want them to wake up to their wise mind so that they're listening. Well, Anthony, I love the way you you know, coach your nieces and nephews to listen to that. Mm -hmm. And when they can trust themselves and they're not always going to Facebook and then comparing themselves, you know, because I, I call it the J word and the E word judgments and expectations yeah. get in the way. Always. And these, these devices, all this social media, these poor teens are constantly judging themselves, mm -hmm. comparing themselves. Yeah. to their colleagues and even you know tiktok look at tiktok so donna how did your 
journey with hypnosis start? How long have you been doing this and how did you get into it? I got into hypnosis in a way by default. Years ago, I, I joined a small gym. It was a mom and pop, you know, husband and wife, loved it there. Just very you know, kind of just a small environment, very loving. And they offered meditation classes. So thinking nothing of that, I took some meditation classes. Then I started reading The Law of Attraction. Ooh. And then I had to, that night that we were supposed to have class, they came in and said, we have a meeting. Here's a CD, you're teaching class. I'm oh. like, what? They're like, just, you know what to do. And they threw me and they're like, just, just teach the class. Here's some music. And I liked it. I did it a couple of times. Then I got my own class. Then I wanted a career change. And I went back to, I wanted to be a meditation instructor that you can't really make, make a living, or at least I couldn't. And I found hypnosis training from the NGH and I, and I got, I was trained because of my, then I was doing private sessions with the owners of the gym and they were using hypnosis and hypnotic modalities. And I thought it was fascinating and it was a calling. So, and so was your very first training through the NGH five path? It, no, it was not. It was from Carol Daneker. Okay. And so what brought you to five path? So I happen to be a math person. I like systems. I like, I like processes. Mm -hmm. I went to my first convention in Massachusetts, knowing nobody. And I was talking to a bunch of women that just, they were very, very kind to me. Just, they, they were offering advice and they all had these five path pins, these yellow pins. And I didn't know what it was. One percenters. The one percenters. I just didn't know. I just know. I just noticed the yellow pins. Yeah. I guess that was intentional. But everyone who I spoke to, they were just so kind and just embracing and just like, if you need help, here's my business card. Then I met Cal and Maureen. I went back home and I looked up what Five Path was. And I knew my training was lacking and Five Path helped to get me to the next level. So I'm ever grateful for the training and the community of five pathers. And that's how I know you, Anthony. We've also look, we've also talked about many times on this podcast. You start off in you start off with one training and yeah. very often, you know, there's I don't I haven't met one hypnotist that has only done one kind Correct. of training, right? Correct. You know, it gives whatever training you do gives you a certain set of skills, it gives you what you need in that moment. And then we all go on to do right. multiple trainings. It was a phenomenal, and I tell people this, it is I, I it is a really good process if that's the way you want to work right? There's nothing wrong with the process. The process has been tested. It's tried. It's true. But you have to be a certain type of practitioner to really do that and do it effectively, I believe. And I'm just not one of those types of practitioners, right? I don't believe in regression therapy, for one thing. After my experiences with it and now experiencing all of the other things, I think there's other ways. But I'll tell you, folks like Celeste Hackett, um, you, uh, there is... Um, uh, in California, all of a sudden her name, Brenda, Brenda is an amazing five path practitioner. And, and, you know, there's a lot of them out there. And so it is a really good technique. It's just not my chosen way of doing of it. That's all. Of course. Listen, I use discernment with it. It's not for every single client that walks right. in my door, but when the clients, like when they say, I need to know the root cause of why it's like, okay, yeah. five path is appropriate. So, right. you know, with enough experience and as Nicole said, 
you know, there's, we, I've had multiple trainings with multiple teachers and you, you have to use discernment when something is appropriate, but having five path training has made me an incredible hypnotist. Me too. Yes. I will, I will absolutely honor that statement and say yes. that if it hadn't have been for the training that I received, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have on board. Right. I mean, I'll tell you what, um, and, and it's right there in your picture on your website, you're the, on your desk. You've got a picture of you standing there with your desk and there's Cal's book, um, The Language of Feelings, The Secret Language of Feelings. That is one of the most phenomenal books. I still recommend it to people. I yes. still teach a class called Emotional Mastery, and it's all based on that book. I mean, there's some Brilliant. amazing things that are, are, are part of Bypass. So don't get me wrong. I'm not totally like slicing it out. I just think it's something that is, it, it needs, it's a, it's a higher level of work that should be done cautiously. Not cautiously, I take that word out. It needs to be done with respect, a lot of respect for the process and for the client. Yes. So Donna, you were saying before we started recording, I think that you had been working online before, you know, before the whole world moved online. Um, so how we've been, we've been asking people this, how, how did the pandemic affect you? How did you, you know, what adjustments did you make to your business? Cause if you were already working online, what, what adjustments did you make there? So uh, my, my business was most, mostly in my office, but I knew that going forward that there were more and more clients wanted to be online and my, my BWRT training, um, there's only, uh, there's not that many practitioners in the United States. It mm. had to be done online. Right. So I, I, and then actually Calbanian did some training to um, certify us to be practitioners online. And all that really meant was it helped us, Cal's training for that, to be aware of certain things that I wouldn't have thought of. And it was a great, great way just to get that extra little, um, but it was, it was practice. It was the BWRT doing hypnosis online and having coaching clients online. So when the pandemic hit, I actually joined a mentorship program and I got a lot of my forms online and I just, I systematized my practice a little bit more. Okay, so. nice. I, I keep finding myself surrounded more and more by people that think in systems and processes because that's just not the way that my brain works. <laughs> so I clearly need something from you people. <laughs> Yeah. So like for, for paperwork, I wound up going to my forms are online. So there's no downloading PDFs. It's all online. You hit the submit button. I get a copy. You get a copy. Beautiful. Yeah. Pre-talk. Yeah. Do you use JotForm for that? I actually use Gravity Forms. That's a plugin within right. WordPress. Right. Oh, okay. All right. So I learned to use that. So I took the time, especially at the beginning of 2020, to learn some new um, systems and programs to optimize the business. So, you know, the word, I don't know about you, Nicole, pivot became like a big thing. Like, how yeah. are we going to pivot our businesses and how are we going to adapt going forward? Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Well, Whenever know. I hear the word pivot, I think of that scene in Friends when they're trying to get the uh, sofa up the stairs. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pivot, 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 pivot. Right, right. <laughs> and sometimes it was, a you know, it was heavy, you know, you know for, for us. That's why I joined a mentorship program so that I could be with other people and, and support yeah. me through this so that we could hold a space for our clients. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so important? You know, sometimes in this profession, it can be quite lonely. You know, you're working on your own, you're working with clients, you're carrying, you're carrying your clients as well. And it's so important to have a support network of other professionals around you that are doing the same thing that can help, you know, yes. bounce ideas off of each other, try things out. What do you think of this? And, and, it, and, and also, you know, have a space to, to offload and, and, and get stuff out of your own mind. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I just got comfortable doing, doing sessions online, whether it's the BWRT or Mm. hypnosis and hypno coaching. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. I I also use the term hypno coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I I was, when I, I, a couple of years ago, I came up with it and I thought, oh, I've invented a term. And then I started looking around and oh no, there's other people that use that too. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) It's, it's appropriate for what we do. Yeah. And, And Ho'oponopono is awesome online. Yeah, mm, that, it's, well, and that's, you know, it was all of the techniques when I first started doing stuff online, I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little worried. Um, I, I went with it with like I do with everything with full confidence. Um, but, y- you know, it was still a bit, it, it, it was tough. And it was tough enough that I was like, okay, I need to figure out what is going to be appropriate for me to do this in the appropriate form for me to do this in. And so is what I did is I did a, I remember when all that first hit, it was right after the convention. Remember, we were all in, we were all in Vegas yes, that yes. February. Yeah. And, and when we left is when all of that was starting to hit was when we, we, all of the news was about it. It just started in Washington state. And I was like, okay, right. well, this will be right. interesting. And we get home, we go through the shutdown and I was like, how am I going to pivot? And I thought it's very important that I do because what are we teaching our clients, but how to go with the flow and learn how to do and, and continually move forward. So I need to be able to do that myself. And mm-hmm. so I sat with myself for quite a while in meditation and, and I was like, help guide me. What is it that I need to do? And it was funny enough that what I ended up doing was spending that first 12 weeks of, of, of lockdown writing a book because that's where my mind went. And the day that I started, I, I, I literally, I, I sat on my meditation and the next day I was like, okay, well, this is, I, I need, I, everything's telling me that this is the time for me to write my book. And so I got online and I was like, how am I going to do this? I don't know how to write a book. Well, how am I going to learn how to write a book? And so I was going to sign up for a class at the local community college on an online class so I could learn how to do it. That morning, I get a, a, a message from Richard Nongard, sign up for my 12-week book writing class. Right. And it was his very first one. And I literally finished my book in 10 weeks. Um, And now I'm working on my third one. I've done the book, the workbook, and now I'm working on the truth about change. And and it was like it was that process writing that book. And then as soon as I got done with the book, I started training with Nicole. And that took me into into the control process. And that gave me what I needed, everything I needed to completely transfer 100% online without any lack of confidence or questioning whether or not it was going to be a really awesome technique for my clients and they were going to be successful. So it worked out perfectly, right? When we trust ourselves and we listen to our intuition, it will always be exactly what it's supposed to be. Yes. So you were in flow with the universe. Yep. I was surrendered. Right. And you allowed and you were able to surrender. Yeah. Nice. Nicely done. 
Madonna, we always ask our our guests to um to share a a learning curve. I think we've come to call it a learning curve in your career as a as a hypnotist, whether with a client or a business, you know, a business decision. Something that you something that happened, something that you did, and then you kind of look back and oh, I'd never do that again. And and the learning that you took from that, you know, we all, hindsight is a great gift. Um, so do you have one of those to share with us? Sure. So I, you know, part of it is, is again, listening to our own gut and the fact that we're in business for ourselves. We, I mean, I'm at a, a point in my practice where I can use discernment and decide who I want to work with and who I don't want to work with. <laughs> and one of my rules is that when I'm working with an adult, and I mean, someone and over the age of like 25, 26, I want them to pay for sessions and not their parents. Right. Just a couple, I guess it was back in the summer. I had a gentleman in his forties and on the phone, I was, I was getting that this is not a match. Like he's like, I've tried everything. Like, let's just hypnotize me. And I just knew when oh my God, it was not a match. And then he kind of convinced me, you know, to take him on. And then he said, well, his mom is paying for it. And I, you know, flushed it out. And I said, I really don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, no, no, whatever. I can't afford it. And I went against my gut and I took him on. Disaster. I didn't listen to my gut. And I didn't want to take this mother's money. I didn't want to do that. I'm very ethical about the way I work and who I can help and who I'm a match for. And it just... He, he said he did okay with it. It helped a little bit, but it just, it, I didn't get the results that I would have hoped for one of my clients. Yeah. And that was not listening and using my own discernment. Well, and isn't that one of the major things that almost every single person we ask that question, they're always <laughs> like, don't just take anybody on. Cause it's opens- the most common story we get told. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> That is literally the most common thing is people are like, choose your clients because going by fear of not having enough Mm. is what will drive us. Now, I didn't drive you, obviously, because you're successful, but early on in people's careers, they're like, I can take everybody on. I've got to take everybody on. I've got to make this work. I can do it. And is what you find out is that by doing that, you actually are sabotaging yourself. Because, and I think that's the universal way of teaching us that we need to be in a state of surrender when we work with our clients and, and that idea of, yes, this inside feels good around mm-hmm. this. And so I can do this. Because as soon as there's that feeling in me of, mm, I'm like, you know what? I don't even, yeah. I don't even finish things. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I understand what you're experiencing. I don't think that you and I would be a good, why not? I've got the money. It's, it's the duvet. You'll get dehydrated if you use the duvet. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Right. That's such a great example to remember duvet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And and yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing um, that when we follow that, things just, they happen because it's everything. I tell people all the time, no matter what we are experiencing in the moment, it is exactly what we are supposed to be experiencing in the moment. Right. And they're like, that's not true. I'm like, it is absolutely the truth because if it wasn't supposed to be happening, it would be different. Yes. But it's not. And exactly. So- and 
And sometimes the fears of like taking it on, the you know, having the money and the income, that voice, that fear doesn't even belong to us. It belongs to say a parent or someone else. Yeah, right. else. So it's just like, well, what do you mean? How can you be turning clients away? I would love to get more clients. Yeah. So I turn yeah. clients away all the time because I know it's not right. I know it's not appropriate. And yeah. those clients, like we teach our students in control, those clients will end up sending people to you because they trust you. Yeah, you know, it mm. didn't work for me, but hey, go give them a call. And if it won't work for you, they'll let you know. Mm. You know, that's building trust and rapport. And it's creating a good sense of feeling about the hypnotic world and the people who are doing it. Yeah. I believe. Yes. How can people find you, Donna? How can they get in touch with you? How can they locate you? The best way is probably on my website, which is wisemindhypnosis.com. And I have, if people want some more information about Ho'oponopono, I have a free download. I will send you the link. And you can put that in the show notes if you would like. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. we're going to put we're going to put your your website and anything else you want us to in the show notes. I love your logo. It's really beautiful. Thank you. It's a, yeah, it's really, really lovely. So do you teach a Ponopono? Well, I that's my plans for 2022 is to teach this to hypnosis practitioners so that they can use it in, into their in, in their business. And I, what I love the way it, it's, it's very, very gentle and it can be used for most common things that that the ordinary, you know, the average ordinary person would see as for confidence, the unwanted habits, even some inner child work. It's beautiful because right it's all, it all starts in the inner child and it's a very, very gentle, loving way to do that kind of work. Oh, that's right lovely. On. That's really lovely. Well, Donna, I have loved talking to you. I've really, really enjoyed talking to you and I, and I do hope to connect with you already? further. We've been talking for a while now. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, I, um, no, we haven't. We've only been talking to Donna for about 30 minutes. Haven't we? Has it only, know. has it been an hour? Oh my God. It's because I enjoy talking to Donna because I'm not done yet. So um, I've got some more questions for Donna. Okay. One of them being, so, you know, you are located in New York and it says that you're centrally located on Long Island. Now is, is when, when you're talking about being in that large of a city and, and so, you know, it's, to me, New York is kind of one of, I, I was there one time and I was like, I remember walking along the street in Greenwich Village and the police officer walking up to me and saying, young man, you need to look like you know where you're going and where you're walking to, otherwise you're going to end up a victim. Um, because I was walking around looking at the sky and, you know, I, I, I thought that was odd when he said that to me. Um, this is in the 90s, um, be before 9-11. And, and I was, I, I remember there was a woman on the street um, with a dog and, and it was a, it was a, a very rare kind of a dog that you don't see a lot of. And so I, I bent down, I was like, oh my gosh. And I, and she snatched that thing up into her arms. Like I was going to just, and I thought this is not the place for Anthony. Um, because at that time, you know, Seattle was still a, a smaller kind of community. It felt like a community in Seattle. There, there wasn't this, now they have this thing called the Seattle freeze. Um, and it's a, it, it's a term to explain how difficult it is to meet people in Seattle now, because there's been such an influx of 
people with Expedia and Amazon and all of these tech companies that there's the city has grown so fast that now it's like being in New York. No one talks to anybody. It's hard to make friends. It's hard to meet people because they're just in and out all the time. And so it's changed the environment. And, and, and that was one of the things that was very interesting to me when I was back there. So how do you how do you generate without doing a lot of kind of advertising, how do you generate business in such a large city? Well, I'm on Long Island. It's not It's not the city. Long Island is made up of many towns, commun- communities. Okay. So it's not a city. It's, it's, it's Long Island. It's, it's a large, it's a lo- long island. So right. I am literally in the middle of it. And the different towns have different... Um, uh, different little cultures. There's different, just different flavors to the different towns. Okay. But I'm good at marketing, and I'm good with website development, and you know, doing the back end work for my website. So I'm able to play the game well. Okay. But you right. manage your website yourself. For the most part, yes. I have a web host, and he's my mm-hmm. webmaster. But I do my uh, the SEOing of oh, wow. the website myself, so I can so I can come up well. Right on, right that's, on. Yeah. So my sales and marketing background helped me to do that. So, so that's I like, what you did before. Yes. Okay. So I like working in my business and on my business. Mm. Very good. Yeah. yeah and that's, like that. that's a challenge, I think, for a lot of hypnotists is that they they it's tough sometimes because we do when we're self-employed we have to be able to almost do all of it especially at the beginning because a lot of people don't have the resources to go out and have a website developed for them and do all of this stuff because it can be fairly expensive and mm-hmm. so yeah you've got to be a well-rounded kind of individual sometimes or at least know where to find the resources and the help and the people that are and you know in this community that's one of the things i love about hypnosis you were saying even with the five path community all of these communities i haven't met i've never been in any kind of profession where where there's so much help available through just your the people that are also doing it um i've never met a community like i have the hypnosis community and i absolutely love it Yes. And, and I don't know where I'd be without my five path community. Right. And then right. that's the, the smaller one. That's like my nuclear family. And then part of being, being part of the NGH, I've gotten a lot of resources from that. And the cool thing with being a hypnotist is that we're great people and everyone I think is willing to help. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and I out. find that as well. It's, you know, like I said, even, you know, I mean, if you remember when I was first a five-pather, I was, I was part of the, um, I, I led the Brave Hearts group for a while. And I absolutely, right after me. Yeah, exactly. And I loved it, right? It gave me, it gave me a ton of experience because now I was responsible for teaching some of this stuff. And, and so I had to have a better understanding of it. Yes. And so, you know, that part, it is a phenomenal community. Yeah, they're all good. Yes, they are all good. They are all it's all depend. You know, it's like they've said, you can have the worst technique in the world. But if you know how to create really amazing rapport, you're going to get the changes. You can have the absolute best technique in the world. And if you don't know how to create rapport, you're not going to get the changes. Yes. Yes. Agreed. 
Yeah. Well, it's like what we were saying before, right? Each practitioner needs to find what works for them and each client needs to find the right practitioner for them. I mean, how many practitioners are there out there that potentially every client could could go to every single one of them until they find the one that suits them? Um, yeah. So it's it's about that match, isn't it? It's about the practitioner having various tools in our toolbox and being able to apply the right tools to the right client, as Donna was saying before, right? You know that five path isn't going to be appropriate for every client, but when you get the client that that it does match, then it's a great fit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Donna, thank you so much. I am so happy to have you on this. And I am did I see you this last August? Yes, you were there this last yes, August. Yes, I've got up. pictures of yes, you. Yes, we do. Um, are you going to be there next August? I am not sure yet. Oh, Donna. I am not sure. <laughs> you have to per come. Perhaps I might because my son just became a hypnotist. With oh, Jason, congratulations. With Jason Lynette. Yes. And he's studying with Karen Bird to do sports. Oh, lovely. Right yes. And he's like, let's go to Vegas, mom. Well, then you have to come. Now you've got a double reason. Rent a double suite and, okay. and really make a good time of it then. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you go to the big um, Five Path convention this year? I did. It was awesome. Was it very I good? I presented a three-hour presentation on working with teens. Oh, oh wow. Yes. And I gave a lot of really good handouts and materials on working with teens. And I believe you can, you can sign up for the, for the symposium. And he was charging something and you're going to get access to that class. Even wow. if you're not a five pather. You know, I, I, for a while you had a much, I, I don't, I, the answer is I don't know that. Okay. Well, that's okay. We can know. find out. Yeah. We'll, we'll direct yeah. people and we'll see, okay. we, you know, we'll find out for you because, you okay. know, if there's a great resource out there, we want to get people to it. And, exactly. and, and like I said, I'm not opposed to, to, to send in people that direction. Great. Right on. Great. Anything Thanks. else that you want to, or that you want to get out there? I love Ho'oponopono. Mixing it with hypnosis is wonderful. And I just want to thank both um, both of you for having me as a guest on your show today. It's been Absolutely. a great experience. Good. Absolutely. Good, good, good. Donna, I'd love to connect further and have a deeper conversation with you about, um, specifically about working with teens. So I, I will get in touch with you. Um, yeah, I'll drop you an email and hopefully we can arrange a time to talk. That would be great. That would be great. Lovely. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hypnotic Healers podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on Facebook. You can also join our mailing list at hypnotichealers.com.